1: We want to welcome to the program the Lieutenant Governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Winsome Sears. Lieutenant Governor, thanks for being with us. Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New
2: Year to you. Happy New Year to your listeners, and let's hope it continues to be happy.
1: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. want to start this morning with the upcoming General Assembly session, and let me start with this. What type of session do you expect it to be?
2: Well, you know... It's going to be you hear me sighing right because i do
1: i'm hoping
2: <laughs> I'm hoping that it'll be pretty run of the mill, you know, people get mad, people get happy and and bills pass and bills don't pass, and whatever I, that's what i'm I'm hoping for it to be pretty regular, but I don't know because this is going to be an election year, and in an election year, everybody gets up and they're stumping, and you know. Cameras are rolling, and they're saying things, and, and I'm thinking, okay, they're beating this thing to a dead horse, and, you know, everybody's already made their decision, but also what's interesting this session is that uh, there are going to be several who are retiring, and sometimes when you're retiring, you, you know, you go full force, and you don't care. You might just say whatever comes to your mind and do whatever comes to your mind, because you've got nothing to lose. You don't have another election. So, so I don't know, and then we've got a lot of um, sticklers, you know, uh, controversial things people say that are coming up, so we'll see.
1: Stay tuned. Well, yeah, it's it's going to be great theater, that we know, and it's not just a normal election year. Everybody's up for election, and some are running against each other because of the That's redistricting. right. Yeah, so it should be That's fascinating. Give me a couple of things that are really important on your radar in terms of things you'd like to see accomplished.
2: Well, of course, you know, I'm going to talk about education because education is the foundation for the rest of your life. And, you know, uh, it has been said that in Virginia, we spend from K through 12, about 12,000 hours, almost 13,000 hours in instruction. Can you imagine that? 13,000 hours of your life, K through 12. And so we've got to make sure that the input is good, you know, and, 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 we want to see that parents have the ability to choose where their children go to school. That's it. My God, when did it become controversial for parents to make a decision on which school they, their children should attend? Right now, they only have the one option, which is if you can afford to move into a good zip code, then your children will more than likely get that good education. Everybody else is stuck. So we don't, we, you know, we're not trying to get rid of public education. By the way, this is not a public versus private thing. This is whatever the parent wants. If the parent wants private, go for it. If the parent wants public, go for it. You want to homeschool? Whatever. Just let the parent decide. The next thing, and so I'm asking you to please call your senators, call your delegates, go see them, email them, come down and look them in the eye and say, I want you to vote for that bill. All right. The next thing, uh, because, uh, you know, and I'm trying to get off of it, but I come back to it. The problem is that, you know, they say that legislators, your senators and delegates, they may not be able to read, but they can count. And the more they hear from people, the more they begin to figure, I better vote for this thing. All right. The other thing that the governor is doing now is um, mental health. You know, um, mental health is, is such a terrible thing when it, you know, when it affects not just the person, it affects the whole family. And those of us who have had uh, family members who have had need of uh, mental help, it, it's it's, it's, a, its a strain, it's a drain, it's, it's a worry, it's a threat, it's everything. And so the governor has been putting in uh, lots of money into various aspects of mental health. He's got the idea that we're going to do pre-crisis, during crisis, and post-crisis, and if we can stop the crisis from happening in the first place, then, you know, the family is saved, the person is saved, we're way ahead of the game. So he's got, uh, and I'm just going to throw some numbers really quickly, $20 to fund 30-plus mobile crisis teams, mobile, so you don't have to go to them. They're going to come to you, come to the neighborhoods, and it's going to stay at statewide effort. They're going to be responding to nine eight eight hotline calls you call they respond 20 million there's going to be about 58 million on uh, crisis receiving centers we're calling them and crisis stabilization units that sometimes they just need some meds they just need meds or they've called someone and said they're going to do something and we can get some folks out to say we're here we're with you um uh, you're not alone and then, of course, it's going to also go into the elementary schools because sometimes the problems start there. I know with my daughter, she was bipolar, and we didn't know it. We thought she was being rebellious, but there were signs we were missing. So he's going to put $15 million to expand the elementary, middle, and high school-based mental health programs. So they already have programs there. He's going to put more money there. I could go on and on, but, you know, you saw some of the shootings throughout uh, Virginia. You know, we had uh, the shooting at uh, Virginia Tech. We had in Chesapeake. We've had several elsewhere. But then we've also had stabbings. I mean, what does that tell you? That tells you that if a person is determined to do something, they've got to find a way to do it. Whether they use a car to jump the curb and crash into a crowd. Or they make a Molotov cocktail themselves and throw it into a building and set the whole thing on fire. So we've got to get the help that's necessary. And I know that people are saying, well, guns are involved, guns are involved. But I just, I just gave you scenarios where people are doing things. Or guns are not involved. It's a mental health issue. And then we've got an opioid crisis. We've got a drug problem. Man, we've got a fentanyl problem. Fentanyl is killing us. If you could see there, I'm looking at a chart. The chart shows you, picture it. It shows you that there are three top unnatural deaths in Virginia. And what are they? Number three would be motor vehicle accidents. But I want you to look at the bottom of the chart, the X and the Y axis. It's at the bottom. Let's say it's at number 10. The next um, cause of death, unnatural, second, number two, is, guns but guns are like picture number 20 do you know where fentanyl deaths are fentanyl deaths are like 60 70 so this is like a silent killer that nobody is is noticing because guns aren't involved
1: and it's getting and it's getting and it's getting worse by the day
2: getting worse because they're coming across the border with it we don't know who's coming across the border. We don't know what's coming. We know what we've caught. But what about the, 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 the drugs that we haven't seen? What about that? So the governor has money in there for um, $15 million in opioid abatement initiatives, um, including fentanyl poisoning among our youth. Um, there, there's, there's money there. And by the way, this is a bipartisan thing. Uh, we've got enough people who are saying, we agree with this. Yes, we can spend that money. It has to be done. We have to save our children. We have to save our communities.
1: I was just going to say, it would seem to me like mental and behavioral health initiatives and the opioid crisis should be something where politics is put aside, where Republicans and Democrats should be able to agree on all of that, right?
2: Well, you never know, you know. I mean, God help us. There's always somebody who doesn't agree with something, and and they can make your life a living hell. You know how that can be. But I think thankfully on this on this i think we're good
1: okay before i let you go uh, lieutenant governor and we appreciate your time and insight this morning i gotta ask you about the situation up at uh, thomas Jefferson high school of science and technology and uh, just the investigation that uh, I know the governor has called for the investigation. And I know you agree with it from the attorney general's office about what is going on uh, at Thomas Jefferson Science and Tech and these kids uh, not being uh, notified, not being uh, uh, granted these National Merit Awards that they've earned. Uh, just give me your response to, to, to what's going on up there.
2: You know, if these allegations are true, it just makes your blood boil. You know, I mean, you you, you raise your children, you send them to school to learn you send them to school so that they they'll have a future you send them to school so they'll do well and the kids do well and then there's certain people certain educators now it's not the school system there are certain people in our school systems who take it upon themselves to try to make us equal in a way that des- that, that destroys everybody and need to get rid of them if, if, if that's the case, if these allegations are proven true. Can't have that. Who made you judge and jury to decide which child succeeds succeed and which child doesn't? So we're going to get to the bottom of this. Remember, I just said there are people who, you know, there's always somebody making your life a living hell. Well, here we go. Uh, New year, but same hell. So this is why we were elected. The parents are becoming more involved in their understanding that all is not well and they're you know teachers have been saying parents need to get involved parents need to get involved and that's what the parents are doing i want to say it's not all teachers who are like this because they're teachers they they just want to teach they don't want to be involved in this political gen, uh, uh, uh agenda they don't want to try to figure out your girl or
1: your boy or what are you
2: they just want to teach they love the profession and they're being driven out of it because of all this politics
1: it really is amazing. Last thing before I let you go, uh, you guys are one year into the uh, to the administration. Uh, do you feel like
2: three? I, I
1: don't <laughs> doubt that one bit. Do you feel like things, not because of the extraneous factors, but because of uh, of, of you know, you guys, you know, everybody learns and you know, we all learn and evolve in everything we do, in, or else you know, you're either going forward or you're going backwards. Do you feel like you guys are? better equipped uh, to go through year two, having gone through year one? Well, you could
2: say year one was the freshman year. Um, and then, of course, year two is a sophomoric year. But we're not going to be sophomoric. We're going to be professional. Um, we've got a year under our belt. We know who's who. We know what's what. Um, but, you know, we did start running um, from – we weren't start we weren't starting behind is what i'm trying to say i've right. been here the attorney general has been here the governor has run an organization that was four times the, the the budget of virginia so he knows his way around a budget or two and and billions or two and bringing um organizations other businesses here and we've been successful in that and so we're starting ahead we're good there are certain things we have to wait for, you know, like you're hearing more about what's happening in education, what's happening in mental health. And we've had to undo some of these, but we've not been successful because we don't have control of the Senate. That's why we need to get out and vote. That's why you need to get involved. You, this is your government. This is your country. You've got to uh, uh, get involved. You can't be on the sidelines. So we're. we're I think we're good.
1: Lieutenant Governor, thanks for your time. Happy New Year. Uh, Be well and God bless. God bless you all.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.